You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Good evening, Stephanie Gerard. Good evening and happy almost travel Tuesday. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for that. Happy 315. Yesterday was 314. It was pie day. Oh, I didn't have any pie. Celebrate? I didn't even know. Me neither. What's your favorite pie? Oh, that's a good question. I love pie. Are you more of an apple? I never like choose apple, but then when if when I have it and then ice cream, I'm like, oh yeah, this is delicious. Peach pie, chocolate pie, coconut cream. A blueberry. My dad loves a good blueberry pie. Yeah. Blueberry's good too. You know, I don't think it's pie, but like the Angus barn. Oh yeah. Wait, it is pie. Chest pie. Oh my gosh. So good. That is incredible. It is so good. Shout out Angus barn. Yes. Um, all right. Well, how was your weekend? It was good. I got this new desk. Ooh. You know, I was looking for a desk. So, you know, on my peaky blender, peaky blenders, peaky on my peaky blender. Oh my gosh. Peaky. Are you drunk? Yeah, I think I'm drunk. Um, so, you know, so you know that I am on the binge on the peaky blinders binge. I mean, I haven't been watching it recently, but it's still like fresh in my head mm-hmm. and I really wanted a new desk and I found this desk on marketplace and it's very, it's very mid-century modern, but it also reminds me of the twenties. So I got the new desk. Nice. Nice. And, you know, yesterday with the time change, it really threw me off. Threw you for a whirl. It threw me for, threw me for, oh my God. There it is. Threw me for a whirl and um, played, I played Candy Crush for pretty much the whole day. Oh no. Do you know what that means? I mean, I know I'm super late to the game. No, that means like your mom status. Like that is, that is, you're getting old. If you download Candy Crush and you're, playing it. Is it because I missed the whole like hot spot? No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was ever like a kid. It was, I think it's solely like a mom thing. Like when I tell you we get in fight, not in fight. Well, yeah, I would say fights in my family over the amount of time. She's not going to be happy that I'm saying this, but (laughs) sends on candy crush. Does she still play it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even, I'm scared to ask what level she's on. Like, oh my gosh, I love that. He's been playing it for years. So God only knows. And I think like she's starting to experience, oh my gosh, she's gonna hate me. What is that? Arthritis? Yes. Because solely because- Carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel solely because of Candy Crush. She is a queen. Candy Crush queen. I, my hand was getting tired yesterday. Yeah. Does she spend money on it? Do you know? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But this is, that's funny that you say that because I don't understand like- why are you playing? But no, I'm just you found a new little hobby of <laughs> pretty addicting. Um, cute, cute. Happy for you. Yeah. What about you this weekend? It was good. It was really great. I went to a Barcelona wine bar. Um, again, I know that's not your favorite place, but we went for brunch on Saturday and there was these um olive oil pancakes. Ooh. Have you ever had an olive oil pancake? Probably not. Me neither until Saturday. And let me tell you, they're the move. If you ever, which I don't think that the Barcelona in Raleigh has brunch, but 
It was phenomenal. Very crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. It was it was nice. That sounds delicious. Delicioso. Did it come with like fruit or something? Syrup. Syrup. Yeah. Syrup. Syrup or syrup? I say syrup. You say syrup. It doesn't surprise me. I say potato. You say potato. Oh, we also had potato bravas. Mm. So good. Anyways, um, we have a big episode this week. We're going back on the West Coast. West Coast, best coast. Back to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. We love it. Mm-hmm. Venice, Los Angeles, California. Yes. LA is a huge undertaking for one weekend, especially if you've got an agenda with places to go, people to see, uh, things to eat, the avocado toast. We didn't even talk about avocado toast, did we? In this episode. I don't know, but did you see that Dunkin' Donuts has an avocado toast now? Not to derail. No, I didn't know that. Are yeah. you going to try it? Probably not, but for, for our viewers that love an avocado toast and are on the go-go and love Duncan and they run on Duncan get the avocado toast and let us know how it is back to our regular scheduled program anyways so we wanted to break it down to smaller cities so today we're in Venice Beach and we're loving the year-round 70 degree weather with our girl Anna Abbott Anna is an expert on LA living she's a comedian writer opera singer actor and from the words of Anna herself if Barbara Streisand and Bette Midler had a baby. That's me. So without question, we laughed through this interview, even through the wanderlust and hunger pains for these great spots to check out when we can travel again. When things start to open up again, be sure to look her up and buy her tickets because she's going back on tour. Yes, she was hilarious. I'm so excited for this episode and can't wait to go visit her. You guys enjoy. Well, everyone, we're channeling our inner Lana Del Rey vibes today and getting the local lowdown of Venice, Los Angeles with Anna Abbott. Anna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Before we get into the local lowdown, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Oh my God. I love that. You said Lana Del Rey. You know, I go to an air one, like right down the street from me and they're always talking about, Oh my God, Lana Del Rey was just in here. And I'm always missing her. Like always, always, always. (laughs) Yeah. I saw her once when I was working at Bloomingdale's and she looked like the most average human ever, but still like Lana. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to ask, does she look, is she like even more gorgeous in person, but she is just an average Joe. She looks so, I was like at the counter working and I look up and I was like, oh my God, that's Lana Del Rey. And so I just followed her like through the store. Naturally. Naturally. And, but she just was really average. Like she's not like a a twig by any means. She's just like a woman. She's, and I, that's what I love about her is that she's like a normal everyday person, Mm -hmm. but you know, with all the makeup and glam, she's just ethereal. Yeah, she really is. Her, um, her eyeliner is just, how does she do it? How, how, how does does anyone do it? Is the real question. I sure can't. No, (laughs) not even going to attempt it. Um, okay. So I'm Anna from Los Angeles. I've been living in Venice for the last like three and a half, four years. And I did not want to move here. I've been in many couples therapy sessions saying how I hate the West side and I would rather die than live here another year. And yet it has turned into a love story with the West side, especially through COVID. And I'm a comic and I have a show called The Gay Beret that was doing really well pre-COVID and then COVID ruined my entire life, like every ounce of momentum I had going. And yeah, that's what I do. 
Yeah. And I'm an activist. I'm very like involved in like politics and all of that fun stuff. Super fun stuff. Super fun. fun. Question. I feel like we ask every comedian this, when you bomb, what do you do? Like, do you laugh it off? Do you just keep rolling? Do you want to die? Do I want to die? No, (laughs) I have a very, um, like no sense of shame really at Mm. all. And I will go on stage and totally bomb and I'll go, I'll just keep going with it. And I'll just spiral into the bomb. Like I will just like start shaming myself on stage. And, um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I always think I bomb really. (laughs) Yeah. Not a lot of like self-confidence over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're trying yeah. to get Katie into stand up. I think that she'd do really well. Um, and maybe a few years down the road, she's, she's going to get into it. Yes. Yes. You no, should. No, no, I don't have jokes. I'm not like, not, I don't know if you can, you can write, you can write the jokes and you can deliver. Like, I feel like it's, you got it for sure. Yeah, totally. It's all a formula. It's really like a simple formula. It is like, it's very, whenever you actually learn the formula and actually watch other standups, you see, like, it's very simple. I struggle with standup. I'm more of a storyteller. I'm more of like a Kathy Griffin in that way. She's a storyteller, not a standup. Cause I just ramble just on. You're like on Heather on. McMahon. Yes. If I knew who she was. Yeah. You know who she is. She's, who is she? She's, <laughs> so she has a, po- she's a um, comedian and she has a podcast. Absolutely not. She's from the South. Um, she lived in New York for a while and now she lives back with her mom because she wanted to take care of her. This is not like, I'm such a bad. Just look her up. She's a good comedian. <laughs> she's <funny. laughs> she's like, a, she's like a female version of Mark Maron, I feel like, but not like politically. Okay. Did you listen, do you listen to Mark Maron? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like one of the last comics I saw at the comedy store pre-COVID. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Um, yeah. we, I actually saw him. My husband loves Mark Maron. Like he, he's gotten, he's gone astray a little bit, but he was like, I have listened to every single episode, every single. So he came to Raleigh, North Carolina. I think it was last year or the year before and we went to go see him and the crowd was wild, wild, (laughs) (laughs) amazing. But Heather McMahon, she's a storyteller. She talks and talks and talks and you can just like, she's not talking about anything, but it's so entertaining. Oh, awesome. I wonder, I saw someone on TikTok earlier and I wonder if it was Heather McMahon. Is she really pretty? Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look Um, her up. Yeah. Look her up. Yeah. Look her up. Give her a follow. Listen to her podcast. She's hilarious. Okay. Fabulous. Love that. All right. We'll get into segment one, which I don't think will take very long because we're already in Venice beach, but where to stay. So are there actually any hotels that you can stay at or would you recommend Airbnb? I'm coming next weekend. Where am I staying? Okay. There is only one hotel in all of Venice beach, which is the hotel Irwin. And I would not stay there. You're not going to really get like the Venice. I mean, it's the middle of everything, but it's not really the true vibe of Venice. There's like the tourist Venice. And then there's the local Venice and what makes Venice like what it is, is local artists. And the best way to experience that is to be at an Airbnb. This room that I'm in actually right now used to be an Airbnb room, which is why I have the Venice beach sign in here. Okay. Um, and we had an Airbnb, we ran like an Airbnb out of the house for a while. And I just think it's the best way to do it. Cause you can kind of like, especially if you're like renting a private room in a house, like the owners, people in Venice are like really cool people. And you get to like know them and talk to them and get a real vibe of what Venice is. But if you don't want to do something like that, you can stay in the Marina. It's just hard in LA cause hotels are very, very expensive. So if you're on a budget Airbnb all day, every day, for sure. 
And I like that, like when you are in like these smaller towns, like it's not a town, but you know what I mean? It's a smaller, like sub sub neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You can like go to the market and then like make yourself a snack in your Airbnb and just like enjoy where you are. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's so many places that are around here that you can do Like you can go to air one. I always say like you need, if you come to LA, like at all, you have to go to air one because I can promise you there's nothing like that in your town and you need to spend $15 on a slice of coconut cake. Like it's like, it's aggressive, but it's worth it. <laughs> it is worth it. When you first said, um, I like see Lana Del Rey at air one. And I was like, that was probably the most LA thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. People are just like waiting in line to like pay like overpriced, you know, for like cauliflower. It's ridiculous. It's like $10 a pound for like cooked cauliflower. It's crazy, but it's on brand. <laughs> yeah, So on brand. Um, back to hotel Irwin, I was reading though, that they have this ink and stay package and it includes an $100 voucher for a tattoo from the the hotel's acclaimed in-house tattoo and graffiti artist and then a bottle of tequila to numb the pain. So wow. if, you, if you do want a tattoo and you're in Venice, like maybe you, maybe you should stay there. Maybe. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. go for it. They have a great rooftop bar too. Huh. I guess that's wild. That is sounds yeah. very Venice to me. The graffiti and tattoo yeah. artist. Yeah. With a um, bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. It seems like I wouldn't <laughs> want a tattoo from a place who's giving me a credit. <laughs> I mean. Also true. It's like a Groupon for like liposuction or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not going to trust that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But okay. Now that we have the pillow for our head, let's get into our next segment and talk food. So Anna, what are your top three to four restaurants in the neighborhood? Okay. Well, I just need to preface this with saying that I am one of those people that I think about food all day, every day I finish lunch with already knowing what I'm going to have for dinner. And Mm -hmm. like, I have dessert, like with thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I, I go back to moments in my life and I describe it based on the food that was there at that moment. Like, do I remember who was there? Not really. I just remember what was served. And if it was like, you know, you remember the important stuff you live to eat. Okay. So I made a list of places and I, cause I really had to like narrow it down. So if you're going to have like breakfast, there is a place called Tartine and it's like more in Santa Monica area, but it's like a really amazing bakery. And they have all these like amazing, like French confections and brilliant French omelets. And it is over the top, just like absolutely scrumptious and delicious and mouthwatering and satisfying. And their coffee is on point, on point, on point, on point. And then I would say also along that line, like breakfast, lunch is there's a place called Justa. And so Justa owns a few different restaurants. So they have, they own like Jelena's as well. And then they also own this like little pop-up, um, that sometimes does, it just feels like, I think right now it's called valet and it's a Spanish tapas restaurant, but My Justa favorite. is this, um, yeah, oh, love tapas. Mm-hmm. Um, Justa is this amazing, they like are a bakery and they do such great like breads and croissants. And then they have these amazing uh, sandwiches and it's just so delicious and all these juices and they have a market where you can get all these great like 
quote unquote homemade items that are just <laughs> delectable. And I just highly recommend going to Justa. There's always a line, even in the pandemic, there is a line out that door with people trying to get stuff to go. And then for dinner, I mean, if you've had all these things already in one day, it's kind of a heavy day, but <laughs> okay. We're on vacation. We're on vacation. Like who cares? There's a place called Scopa and it is an Italian restaurant and it is divine, like really great, fun food. They have a great bar area. You can like sit down. It's a really great atmosphere. Even through COVID they've moved everything outside and it's still a beautiful atmosphere. Amazing cannolis. Everything is just decadent, decadent. And, um, and then there's also a place called the whaler, which is another like Venice, like standard on the beach. Anytime I have a friend coming in town, I say, we need to go to the whaler because it's on the beach ocean views. They have like a little bar club area. That's like kind of like standing only up on the top level. Um, and it's gorgeous to watch the sunset. there. really great drinks, amazing burgers, fries, and is not going to like break your wallet. Did you say it's a club on the rooftop? It's like a bar, I guess more like a bar, bar club. They like have like DJs. So there's not like lighting and like, we're going to be able to see the neon white on everybody's shirt. That was, I don't, I don't think so. Neon (laughs) white. white. What does that even mean? I got what you're saying though. Like I know that the aesthetic. It's a fun, it's hype. It's a, yeah. It's not just like a bar. Like they definitely always have like a DJ. And another thing about like the West side and very Venice is there's a lot of people here who are into burning man. I am not. Um, but there are a lot of people who are into that and it's like this DJ culture. And a lot of them come like go between Venice and Topanga, which is in like the mountains. And it's like this very, like, we are one. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I kind of get that vibe from like when I hear Venice, I think like kind of like hippie surf surf boy. Is that mm-hmm. the vibe there? I would say more like hippie artist. Okay. Very it's like the art scene in Venice is very intense. They have like an art walk that I think happens once a month. I'm not sure what's happened. I don't think it's been happening with COVID, but it's really cool. And it's like this um, amazing walk. You go into like all these different houses of all these different artists. Art is a big deal here. And where I I live in East Venice and it's residential and um, you'll just see like these people have made their homes art. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because there's like a whole house made out of, um, did you see that online? I don't know if this is what you're going for, but there's like a purple house. Oh yeah. There is a purple house. <laughs> okay. So I saw that, but keep going with what you were saying. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, there's a, like a mosaic house and it's made out of all of this like crushed glass. It's actually just like two blocks from where I live. And they've like made the entire house, like a mosaic, including like the ground and like everything is like a mosaic and they do tours and stuff too. You're going to send really us a cool. picture of that. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah. I'll send yeah. you guys a picture. Yeah. It's we, really cool. You could Google it, Katie. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Random question about the breakfast place, the omelets. Is this omelet an omelet where the egg is like this and then you put the veggies in the middle and then you fold it over? Or is it like with the veggies already mixed in with the egg? Uh, well, this omelet is a like traditional French omelet. So it's three folds. 
and there's no vegetables in it. It's just like a oh. Borsan cheese or something, but no, Fancy. yeah, yeah. I do. I love an omelet with like veggies already mixed in it or in the center. I, do I, do I kind of like it more with a mixed in. I don't like it when it's just honestly, that was one of the best questions you've ever asked. Like I've never actually like thought of that. And now I kind of want to put it on my hinge profile as like a debate, like debate this topic, which is better <laughs> omelets with it cooked in or just stuffed. That's a good that should be your question. Whenever you're like, like the, you go to message them and you're just like, how do you take your omelet? Yeah. Like you important. just need to ask them. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. It's amazing. We're going to get you like a husband with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the next segment is where are we drinking? I feel like there are so many places that we can probably drink and just enjoy the sunset, which is all anyone needs. Yes. Okay. Um, so drinking, I'm not a big drinker. So I was like, I don't even know how to answer this, but I would say the whaler for sure. Like still, I would just definitely recommend the whaler. There's an amazing place in Malibu, which is not Venice, but if you're going to Venice, you will be going to Malibu because it's just absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. And it's called the real Inn, and they have amazing like fish, like really delicious, like fish. And it's not overly expensive. And it's a great place to like have a beer and watch the sunset. And it's like right on PCH looking out like over the sand. That is a really great place to have a drink. And then, um, Abbott Kinney has like a lot of really fun bars. There's like the Brig. It's one of those bars that you walk by and it smells like old alcohol and like dingy. You know that smell like you get walking by one of those bars? That's the Brig. Too. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of has like that, that, that smell about it, um, which is also kind of enticing. You're like, oh, that looks like good times happen there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reminds you of college days. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm, like it smells <laughs> like a frat house. Mm. I could, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I- the brig is really great. And, um, oh, there's a place called rooster fish, which is also really great on Abbott Kenny. I recommend Abbott Kenny is kind of the place to like go and like, you can like bar hop and like also get like, um, really delicious appetizers from like place to place or d'oeuvres as they say. <laughs> when you do drink, what do you get to drink? Um, it's so boring, like a vodka soda <laughs> or like a glass of like white wine. I'm what very a basic bitch. I really am. <laughs> like, I really like, and then I'll have like maybe half of it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to feel out of control. I don't yes. like this. <laughs> like, this is, check please. Check please. But yeah. I'll be like ordering shots for all my other friends. I'm like, let's get you guys drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love like, that. But do you still serve food at this time? I would love the dip that you were talking about earlier. Right. Well, that's also my thing too, is that I, notice, especially in LA drinks are so expensive, which I think also kind of gets you. I mean, people go all different ways here, but for me, I was like, why am I spending like, you know, almost $20 after tax and tip on a drink. And like when I could get myself like a delicious piece of like just fresh oven baked apple pie with ice cream, <laughs> you know, and not have to pay for the Uber, like not have yeah. to deal with all of that. You, know? you don't have to put on mascara. You can yeah. sit on your couch. Yeah. And do you avoid the hangover the morning after? Yeah. So. Oh, I do have a place that's absolutely epic to drink in every which way, shape or form. And whenever you guys are in LA and life is back, please let me know when you're here and I will get you guys in. The Magic Castle is beyond epic. It's in Hollywood and it is 
like it's a members only club and you go inside and it is just like the best place. Like if you're going to get drunk anywhere in LA, it is there because it's all these different rooms and like staircases and like magicians, like doing all these tricks everywhere you look. And there's all these different shows happening and it's just magical. It's really a cool fun. You get lost there with your friends. You never, cause everywhere leads somewhere different and it's a really amazing place. Is it kind of speakeasy esque? Um, maybe you, you kind of go back in time. It's definitely like the, there's like these big Oak bars and there's, um, a piano named Irma. And you'll just say to her like, Irma play, thank you next. And then she just starts playing like on her own. (laughs) Okay. Irma. Yeah. Irma (laughs) pops off. Okay. She's constantly like snapping a tune. Yeah. She's amazing. Wait, how did you get to become a member? Uh, my friend's a member. Oh my God. That's so, so cool. Yeah. 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 It's a so super exclusive. fun place. Yeah. But it's pretty like, if you know somebody who knows somebody, you can get in and like, there's all these passes and there is like a dress code for it too. Like you have to like dress up. And so it makes it even more of a night just to see everybody, you know, yeah. their like dresses and the men have to wear like suits and it's really Ooh, a great that. experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's really awesome. That's amazing. Definitely. Um, Yes, yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not just to let you know, this cat is under here. I'm not doing like anything weird. I'm just petting. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm thought just you were like itching cat. your legs. And I was like, do you have poison ivy? Are you okay? No, I just want okay? to clarify because <laughs> I'd probably be wondering if I saw this <laughs> or you're like really nervous, like rocking back and forth. Like, Oh my God. No, she's, I'm just petting this needy cat. <laughs> Love that. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, okay. Well, now that we are full and we're a little drunk, what are some activities you'd recommend that somebody partakes in while they're in town? There's so much to do in Venice and there's so much to do here that is free, which is so awesome for anybody who's like coming over and does not want to spend like an arm and a leg in Venice. So there are these really, the first thing I always say is to do the walk streets whenever you're going to the beach and nobody really knows about them. It's definitely a very local, local thing. And they are these houses that are facing towards a, like a walkway and like the alleys, what you drive through are all their garages and these walk streets just gorgeous. Cause they're just covered with trees and they're very hidden and you get to see all these really beautiful custom Venice homes. And it's a great way to walk like to the beach, like through that way. And there's no one ever there and it's just stunning. So that would be a first thing to do. Abikini is like a tourist zone, but you have to experience it because there's really fun shops and you really get the vibe of Venice. And then I would say another really fun thing to do is to go to the beach, but to also go at night because it's pretty magical to be on the beach at night. And there's really cool things always happening with the ocean. Like recently, like the whole, like the water, like glowed blue. And I I forget why, but there was like some sort of like plankton or like spawning happening in the ocean and it glowed blue. And then, um, oh, there's the, the grunion run, which is when these grunion fish come out of the water to mate. And you just see like thousands of fish coming out of the water and it happens at night. And it's this wild experience and everyone comes and like watches it. So it's a really cool place to be at night. Cause you think of the beach and you think like, Oh, at day in the sun, like that's great too. But if you come at night, there's something really magical about like being by the ocean at night. 
So amazing. I highly recommend that. Speaking of beach, tell me a little bit about Muscle Beach. (laughs) Muscle Beach. Well, I actually spend quite a bit of time at Muscle Beach. (laughs) Oh, you go girl. (laughs) Not that I'm so muscular, but there's a sport that is like from Venice and it's called um, paddle tennis and it's like pickleball, but you use a tennis ball and it like was originated in Venice beach and it's really awesome. And they have tons of courts there. And so it's right next to like all of the workout stuff and everything. And it's really a cool thing to like go and watch like the games happening. And I'm playing there like all the time. And it's something very unique to Venice. Um, and it's also wild cause I'll be waiting to play a game or waiting to get on a court and I'll see people working out and it is wild. These people who are out there like pull-ups with one arm. Yeah. I feel like there are total meatheads there. Meatheads. Uh-huh. Is the equipment just left outside on the beach? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is just like kind of like in the ground. So you can't steal it. And it's just like, they're just on all of these different things, workout yeah. materials. <laughs> I heard that I can never pronounce his name. I don't know. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. It's weird. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why that like tongue ties me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's because it's heard- Schwartz. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that guy. I heard that he, um, he used to frequent there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he was like famous for being there. I also think back in the eighties, it was more focused on like the working out and like the muscle and whatever. Now it's just like really buff people with a joint in their mouth, like working out. Like it's a lot of that, a lot of that. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and then near there too is the skate park, which is a must see. Like, so take like the walk path and go to the skate park. Cause it's dope. So dope. It's like one of the coolest skate parks in America, right? Yeah. It's so cool. And there's like people doing graffiti and like, it's very, it's very much that like kind of vibe of like ultimate skater and like, everyone's just like, and it's, you can see the beach, like, and all like the ocean from there. And it's absolutely stunning. It's really cool. I was looking at, um, pictures and I got, do y'all remember the movie Brink? It was, on I get like Brink vibes. Yes. Very that. Oh my God. I want to watch Brink. I wonder if it's on Disney plus. It is on Disney plus. It is. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I had the biggest crush on that blonde boy. He was so cute. So cute. He's not, I don't think he's cute anymore. I don't think he aged well. Oh no. No happens. Um, question about Abbott Kinney. Okay. So there's a lot of cool places, like cool, like local shops. What's the coolest thing or your most favorite thing that you bought? Like a piece of jewelry or a piece of art? Um, there's a store called Maiden Earth and they sell like um, cool, like rocks and crystals and stuff, but they make them in like jewelry form. So I got this like citrine ring that was like really beautiful. That's a really cool place there. And then um, of course there's salt and straw on Abbott Kinney, which is for ice cream. And there's always a line and everyone goes there. And if you haven't been to a salt and straw, highly recommend. So I guess that like ice cream and a rock. <laughs> I love it. Abbott Kinney. Um, and another thing is the Le Labo perfume store. I go and I get all my perfume from there and it is like decadent 
perfume and they only have a few different stores within the U S and they customize your perfume. They like, they write something on the label, like whatever you want to say. Like I have one that says like Venice beach 2018 on it. And like, I'll always have that bottle to remember that like summer in Venice. It's crazy how much a smell can bring up so much nostalgia. Like I'll, I'll smell like this one Axe or something. And I'm like, I'm sitting in sixth grade sitting, I'm sitting next to, I can't remember his name, but I'm, I'm there. I can feel it. And I hated sixth grade. And it just, I'm like, I can't be here anymore because PTSD got to get out of the room. <laughs> so true. Um, I can't remember his name. I just remember the smell. Yes. I, I was in it. Mr. Miss Pendergrass's class. <laughs> Smells are a big thing. They are. No, they are. Um, back to the crystal thing. Another very on brand thing to say, like, we were like, what was your favorite thing to buy? And you were like a crystal, a crystal. Love that. So are, is crystal, like, are they big on the, on the West coast? <laughs> they are huge. Like okay. everyone here. I thought it was just a thing that like Heidi and Spencer were into like yeah. on the hills. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, Oh my, and I watched that pre me moving to LA and especially since I moved to the West side, it is a very real thing. During COVID, I went to a sound healing situation on the beach because I, I had never thought I'd be that kind of person to like do that. That's not really my vibe at all. And I was just, I needed like something to like help me. Cause I just was going stir crazy. My friends like it's on the beach. It's super socially distanced and it's like super respectful of COVID. And so I went and it was so magical. And this woman played all these like Tibetan bowls and like these amazing, this like um, native American healing drum. And then she put like crystals all around you. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> I am sold. Yeah. I am now the cliche. I'm in the cult now. <laughs> I am. And then I started looking up buying crystals and I was just like, these are too expensive. <laughs> you have like underneath your hoodie, do you have just like 18 um, <laughs> right? like- hide of Spencer's bracelets? <laughs> Amethyst. Yeah. I actually no. looked them up and they're very expensive. They're super expensive. That's, I was like, oh, this could be kind of fun to have. Cause I have some friends over here who are very into crystals, like very, like they'll take a certain crystal with them. Like whenever they go somewhere and I looked, I was like, oh, this could be like, I mean, Hey, I'm down for some extra luck. Like I like whatever, like give it to me. And I just like, I also, I'm not down to pay like $200 for some extra luck unless it's guaranteed. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's been blessed. (laughs) Blessed. Um, okay. We ready for rapid fire? Yeah. Born ready. It's rapid fire round. Born ready. Okay. What is the most Instagrammable spot? The beach. Do people go in the water? Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. It's cold. That's more of a local you'll that you can definitely tell who actually lives there by who's actually in the water, like boogie boarding and surfing. Yeah. The beach is super Instagrammable. And I would also say that that mosaic house, I always see people taking pictures in front of, and there's tons of art walls, you know, like how everyone is always taking pictures in front of the like graffiti walls. There's hundreds of those around hundreds. Just look around and you'll see it. Yes. Um, favorite pizza joint. Okay. There's this place called Louise's and it is very much so a like 
local kind of chain. They have like one in Larchmont and one in Santa Monica, but they have this pizza deal and it's three for 25. And it's like a huge chopped salad, a large cheese pizza. I always get pepperoni on half and um, like bread and it's like $25 and it's epic. It's so good. It's great for whenever you just like want to like stay in one night. You know how you get tired when you're traveling? You're just like, oh, I just want to be home and like watch a movie that yes. Louise is. She's that. I love she's love she's all that. All that. What's your favorite event? My favorite event. The Grunion. <laughs> it's super fun <laughs> to go see the fish come out of the water. It's like pretty epic. It's pretty cool. I would say that's like a really amazing event. If you guys want like a different kind of event, the farmer's market, I wrote it down on my sheet. Um, the farmer's markets here are absolutely stunning. And if you, it's a really amazing, they have one in Mar Vista, one in Venice and one in Santa Monica. And all three of them are absolutely gorgeous. And they all happen at different times throughout the week. And if you want a really delicious breakfast, go to the farmer's mar- market, go to one of the coffee places there and grab some like really amazing fresh pastries or empanadas. And like, you really get a taste of like the culture of Los Angeles at the farmer's markets. It's amazing. Oh, I'm hungry. Um, wait, so back to the, the fish, how big are the, the grunion? They're like, I'd say like a foot long. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Um, very similar. Have you ever seen like the, the manta rays and how they all like jump up out of the water and it's like hundreds of them. Have you ever seen like videos of that? No, but now I want to, um, it is like, it'll, it makes me tear up. It's so beautiful. Maybe they're stingrays. I don't know the difference. And they all know when to go. I think it may maybe have something to do with mating or something. It is, (laughs) it's just a beautiful, it's beautiful. I love it. So I love that you cry over that. That's really it's, amazing. Go look it up. Anna, if you knew, if you knew Katie a little bit more when she said that she cries over it, it wouldn't have been a surprise. Um, <laughs> very normal. Whatever. Whatever. What's um, wrong? It's just the manta rays and it's so beautiful. So happy all day. I'm free. Um, favorite coffee shop. Okay. So there's this place called Deuce. D-E-U-S-X Machina. And I know I'm pronouncing that wrong because I was watching The Wilds the other day and she said it a different way. And I was like, I've been saying this wrong. (laughs) I call it Deuce X Machina. Um, And it is an amazing, super, super local like spot. People come here and they go to Abbott Kinney immediately and they never leave Abbott Kinney, which has Blue Bottle and now an Alfred coffee, which Alfred is very LA, but go get Alfred in West Hollywood. If you go to Alfred in West Hollywood, you're going to see a lot of famous people there. Like go do that there. That's what I recommend. Like if you're trying to see celebrities go into WeHo, like maybe you'll see someone in Venice, but like just go to WeHo and like have that whole experience there. So I recommend going to Deuce for coffee. And it's a really, it's a motorcycle shop and they have an, a really amazing coffee shop attached to it. And this really cool outdoor space. It's super local. What's your favorite cheese spot? Okay. So there's a place called the tasting kitchen, which is also on Abbott Kenny. And they have like really <clears throat> delicious, and stuff. And then also there's a place called Zinc, which is another like quote unquote chain in LA. You have to understand a lot of restaurants, if they do very well in one portion of LA, they'll move to the next portion of LA. So like Zinc is one of those that's, there's one in West Hollywood and then it moved to Venice. 
so they have like in both, everything's in WeHo is in Venice uh, for the most part, minus the delis. And they have amazing charcuterie and delicious wines and they're not overly priced and they have a killer happy hour, even through COVID. Like you guys understand in LA and COVID, it is a literal apocalyptic, apocalyptic situation here. Yeah. And zinc is still popping mainly because okay. it's outside. It's really distanced, but it's just really great for like wine and friends. And it's very like, very that very she, 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 but like yeah. low key. Oh, what's the best season to visit? All seasons, but not during COVID. Can I just yeah. like make a plea? <laughs> Please don't yeah. come here right now. That yes. has been one of the most infuriating things as somebody who lives here, who lives in like a beach town is seeing tourists come because they're not doing COVID in the way LA is. Like mm -hmm. we leave our house with a mask on and we do not take it off. Like even if you're walking the dog, like if you see someone, the mask goes on and you see them from like blocks away. And so it's really hard whenever there's tourists coming in. You're like, why are you here? Like, don't bring, cause you don't know, like they could be bringing something and we don't want you yeah. to get sick, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just creates this disaster. So anytime, but now, and I also say during the winter months, I would recommend it over the summer. Summer is overridden by tourists. And I don't understand it because it is like 73 degrees outside every day of the year. So like come during the winter, things will be cheaper. Hotels will be cheaper, you know, mm -hmm. and you'll have more time to play. You'll be able to, you know, dance on that club. On the yeah. Weekend. The whaler. You'll have a spot. You'll have a spot up there. And also with the COVID thing, there's really no reason to come out here and spend the money it costs to come to LA right now, because I was just like talking to somebody about this last night. Like, why do I even live here <laughs> through COVID? Cause like all the really, what makes LA LA is being able to go to like the comedy clubs, like to go see the shows, like all of those amazing group activities to go to a bar, like the bars in Los Angeles are just absolutely brilliant and fun and a great time. And if you come here, it's kind of like, yeah, you can kind of go to the beach, but like, there's really nothing. Ew. It's kind of like a boring time, really, yeah. to get the, the best out of it, you know? It makes so sense. Be like, there's nothing like what makes LA so magical, too. Going to the grocery store and looking over, ordering deli next to Queen Latifah. Like, that is like what makes LA fire, you know? Or like, I was at Bristol Farms once and I literally physically ran into Chris Humphreys. And this was right after him and Kim Kardashian broke up. And I was like, oh my God. That's like part of the reason I don't think I would do well there because I think I would get like, well, I would try to play it as cool as I could, but like, I, I love celebrities. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like I would get like starstruck. Like, I don't know. Or just like fall. No. Them. Yeah. It's wild. It's Are you wild right now. Um, okay. So I'm weird with celebrities. I go to a nail salon in Beverly Hills. Um, and I actually got shot by the paparazzi there once and I had no idea why they were taking pictures of me, but I realized it was because I had on like workout leggings and big, like, you know, Celine sunglasses. And so I think they definitely, I mean, they obviously knew I was like, they thought I was somebody else. They did not know it was me. Oh, but I lived. I was no, don't even tell yourself that they were there for you. They were there for me. Okay. They, they came saw your show. They saw they you. 
You're like weenie pictures. But anyways, there'd always be paparazzi taking pictures in the nail salon. I would have no idea who was in there. I would look around and like not know, except for like Jane Fonda got her nails done next to me twice, which was epic. And it's not like one of those super expensive places. Like it is definitely like, like run of the mill, normal nail salon. I would be like, I'm so, I have, I can't get my nails done right now. Oh, Jane Fonda sitting beside. Yeah. And you're like, can I look like if like looking out the corner of my eye, do I look crazy? Like what? And like, then you ask for her to adopt you. Yeah. But the celebrities are like, I was working at Bloomingdale Century City whenever I first moved to LA and there's a lot of celebrities who would shop there. And if you are, unless you're Meryl Streep, I really don't care who you are. Like I really do not care. But if you're a housewife, I am probably going to be like fully beside myself. And I had a really weird run-in with Lisa Vanderpump at my nail salon once where I had written a song when I first moved to LA, like had it fully produced everything that was going to be when she was opening up pump. And it was going to be like, we had talked about putting it in the restaurant and then also putting it on her like pride float. And we, her and I, like contact through Twitter for like a long time talking. And I'm at the nail salon and I see Lisa and I told my nail lady, I was like, we got to go sit by her. Like I got to actually meet her. And I said, Hey Lisa, like I'm Anna, blah, blah. And I went to shake her hand and she was like, I can't, my nails are wet. And then she just proceeded to be like one of the most condescending rude people I've ever had like an interaction with. And I have been around like, yeah, Right. Cause at least I loved Lisa. I yeah. loved her, but she's kind of like everything that you th- don't want her to be. <laughs> oh, no. It was really sad. That yeah. Is so sad. Yeah. Cause I thought she was like my hope, you know, mm-hmm. I liked her up until the last season that she was on. And I was like, and I'm very naive. And I was like, no, she didn't do it. She didn't. She didn't like the whole thing with Dorit. I'm so glad that you watch Housewives. <laughs> it hurts to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was like, who are you? You know, like, I mean, it, you're in LA, you get very numb to celebrity very quickly, but Lisa Vanderpump let me down, girl. Mm. Have you seen let any me of the other Housewives? Oh, almost all of them. Kyle Richards is stunning in real life. Stunning. Like I didn't think on camera, she looked that great. And then she came into Bloomingdale's and she was like beyond gorgeous. Like I, that was shockingly gorgeous. Dorit, I have a weird (laughs) Dorit moment. I, I was house sitting for my friend in Brentwood and through COVID. And so I was out in the pool and I was just like swimming around when my, my friend was over and we're just like chatting and whatever. And then the person next to me had a friend over at the pool. And I said, my friend, like, you need to shut up. I was like, what is that person saying? And I was like, holy shit, that is Dorit. Like I heard her voice because her accent is so, you know, unique. Which one is which accent? <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, that is Dorit. So we got up and we we're like, trying to like stare through like the little like paneling. Like it was a whole ordeal. So yeah. was it, oh was it her house or she? No, I think it was like, she was at a friend's house. Oh my, I love Dorit. I love to hate her, but I love her. Yeah. Oh, Lisa Rinna. I saw, I was driving in Beverly Hills and she was everything you would think she was. She was like going across. I was like stopped at a cross. And she just was like, ah, 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 
like, like, like waving and like all like jumping around. She's like, hi, hi. Like she just was like so excited to be where she was because people were giving her attention. And it was like really amazing to see. Yeah. I heard that her daughter is now dating Scott Disick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Questionable. Mm -hmm. So questionable. I wonder if it's real though. I wonder. She's like not even 21. Yeah. She's like 12. I mean, she's not 12. Sorry. She's She's like 13. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's yeah 14. I also, so I was eating at Del Frisco's at Century City and all of this is alleged. I know I need to say that allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. So I was eating at Del Frisco's in Century City and my waiter was talking to us about thing. And like Cara Delavan got brought up. I don't even like, I don't even remember how this got brought up. I do remember what I was eating though. I had a lobster roll and a lava cake and a butter cake. And it was delicious. I love you. Like <laughs> you always have room for dessert, right? Always. <laughs> yeah. But the guy was telling, the waiter was telling me how him, he, oh, he did a movie with Cara Delavan. They were in a movie together. And he was saying how Kylie and Tyga's relationship was all completely fake and like for publicity. And I've known about relationships like that, but I didn't know that Kylie and Tyga were fake. First off, love that a waiter told me this in LA. Like I think that's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that makes me think that Scott and Amelia may not be like a real thing. Like, cause it's good publicity for her to be with him. It's so wow. naive to me to think that like people make things up like that. I'm oh just, girl. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. And like Kylie was so young when she was a Tyga. Oh, sad. She was under age. Like people forget about that. She <laughs> yeah. was like 17. Yeah. She was 14 <laughs> too. Her, no, I'm kidding. Is Tyga her baby daddy or is it Travis Scott? Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, Travis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're real. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think yeah, they, didn't just have you have to do. They, they didn't just have a baby together just for the publicity. Right. 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 Okay. Well, we're cool. We like, we didn't care about any of those celebrity sightings. Um, <laughs> we're cool, but sorry to get off track. Best rooftop bar. Okay. So there's this place in Santa Monica called Elefante, which is like really popular and super chic and amazing like views of the ocean. I would definitely say that because, and also the hotel Irwin has a really great rooftop bar. I would say between those two, those would be like the places to go. I know that we talked a little bit about this during what to do, but do you have a favorite local business? Oh yes, I do. I, um, I do, I do. I do have a favorite local business. Okay. So there's actually something really amazing. There's this thing called the community fridge. And I had thought about like, okay, what kind of local business would I like love to recommend? And I think the community fridge is something really amazing and important. And so it's this initiative that has been going on through through COVID to unhoused because when you are like a tourist in Venice, you will see a lot of homeless people, but you don't have to live with it, you know? And it is especially through the financial crisis that we are currently in, in Los Angeles. It's like a very real thing here. So what Community Fridge has done is they've put fridges in like different spots throughout like LA neighborhoods. And there's one in Venice. And it's a place where like, if you're at the grocery store, if you're like, hey, I'm at Air One or I'm at Whole Foods or I'm at Lemonade and like, I might as well grab like an extra like bar or something. You can go to this fridge and it's like maintained by like a group of volunteers. And they actually have people who make like whole 
meals, like packaged meals for people and they go inside there. So if you aren't able to like afford food for yourself, you can go there and like get it. And it's filled with like all sorts of, because there's something so interesting is that like there are people who are homeless, who have like a gluten intolerance. Right. <laughs> and like, there's have certain diets and they have like all the different for them, like in this fridge. Oh so it's a really cool thing. So that's Amazing. by the Venice library and it's a really great, it's not like a business per se, but it's a way to give back to the community and even just to see it and like experience that is something really amazing. And I just recommend like, even like just take a few water bottles. Like if you can afford to travel, you can afford to buy a few water bottles and like put them in the fridge. That's, you know, I'm so glad that yeah. you said that. Yeah, it's really you. cool. What is the most touristy spot that you can think of in Venice beach? The boardwalk is awful. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, like Abbot Kenny is touristy, but it still has redeeming features like good ice cream and fun coffee places. And definitely still has like a little vibe to it and you get like oh, amazing pokey and whatever, but the boardwalk is nothing that Venice really stands for at all. It's also kind of scary. Like it's not like the best people to be hanging around. So go to the pier instead, go to like Santa okay. Monica, ride the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Okay. No taken. Good to know. Amazing. Yes. Well, before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip just in general that you have to share with our listeners. So it could be like a travel mantra, a product, a book, put your phone away. That is my number one Good travel one. tip. We've yeah. never gotten that I, one before. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Put your phone away. And like the pictures don't really matter at the end of the day. Like, I think that like, if you have a picture, one picture, like you'll remember everything else. And it's really about making memories and those moments. And if you see something amazing, don't take out your phone because it will pass. Like, I think it's really important to like fully be in the moment. And I see so many people just like with their cell phones out, taking pictures and texting. It's like when I'm trying, it's like my all time favorite thing to do. I love like, that's been the hardest, one of the hardest things about COVID for me is like, I love traveling the world and like going on road trips through countries. And when I do that, I just keep my phone down because I feel like I want to see it through my eye, not through like mm -hmm. the eye of my camera. That's my, yeah. and also like go to like businesses that are like owned by locals. I forgot to mention there's this place, this new restaurant that opened, it's called La Puglia and it's all food from like the region of Puglia in Italy. And it is beyond amazing. And well, like when my friends owns an operate restaurant and it's just like authentic, delicious, like Italian pastries and pastas oh, and gosh. it's owned by like a local. And it's fun to yeah, say, so what's that. it called? Puglia? It's called La Puglia, but like, Ooh. it's like a Puglia, but Puglia. <laughs> Love that. It just opened and it is beyond delicious. Okay. Oh my God. It sounds so good. It's like celebrate Biden's win. We like spent like $200 on <laughs> La Puglia. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, where can our listeners find you on social media or plug whatever um, you have? Yeah. So I am like really into TikTok right now. I'm <laughs> obsessed with it and I'm living for it because it makes me feel like I am 20 years old. Um, which maybe I am. My inner child is 20. I mean, I'm, I'm only 29. So it's not that, You're that only huge. as old as you feel. Yeah. 
so on TikTok, you can find me at, at it's Anna Abbott. And that's my handle across Twitter and Instagram. Don't bother me on Facebook. Cause I'm not on there. <laughs> and then what about your shows? Do you think that you'll, that they'll pick up once COVID? Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, right now. That's why I'm loving TikTok. Cause it's giving me a place to be like creative and super fun. And like, there's a great community. TikTok is really about community. So it's really cool. And I'm hoping that by the end of the summer, I can go to our smaller venues. I think that in like in LA, it's just not happening. I don't think LA will be up and running for another two years, but mm-hmm. I think that like places like North Carolina or like Missouri or where the spread isn't as insane that you guys will probably be able to have like comedy shows side with doors open and like quote unquote distance tables, mm-hmm. um, depending mm-hmm. on like, you know. So come catch yeah. me in some small town near you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Anna. We enjoyed this so much and cannot wait to come visit you when we, when COVID is passed. Tourism board of Los Angeles is probably going to be so mad. <laughs> this girl's telling everyone not to come. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And that is a wrap on Venice, Los Angeles, California. If you want more of LA, there are so many neighborhoods. Let us know where we should go next and who we should interview. And keep keep it going with the Rex. You know, guys, go tell your pet sitter um, that you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we're interviewing Anna Keenan, who lives in St. Louis. Never really thought of St. Louis as being a travel destination, but sounded pretty cool. She has her own podcast, Self-Made Sister podcast. Highly recommend it. Talking to other female professionals and entrepreneurs. Very inspiring. So that's next week. But until then, sayonara. Have a fabulous week. See ya.